This is KMTT, Kimitzion Titzei Torah. Today, on uh, Wednesday, we're going to have during Chodesh El, Til Yom Kippur, series of shiurim on Tfilat Yamim Noraim by Harav Binyamin Tavori. We discussed before the bracha of Malchios. The bracha Melech al Kol Eretz Mekadish Yisrael Zikaron is said at every tefillah on Rosh Hashanah and is actually said on Yom Kippur as well. So the bracha of Malchios is included in all the tefillahs, but the psukim are not found in our regular tefillahs, only in Musaf. In other words, Malchios, Zechonos, and Shafaros are only said at Musaf. It is true, the Bracha of Malchios, Melech HaKol Aretz, Mekadesh Yisrael Yemazikaron, is mentioned at all the Tfilos, but the Psukim are not there. We've explained before that the Bracha of Malchios is actually the Bracha of Kedushas Hayom. We paskin that Kodel Malchios and Kedushas Hayom, the Bracha of Melech Kol Aretz, is included with the bracha of Mekadish Yisrael Yamazikaron because it's one motif. The motif of Rosh Hashanah, the Kedusha Sayyam of Rosh Hashanah is Machios. But we don't say the Psukim. The Balhamar in Rosh Hashanah mentions a custom that really did say Machios, Zichronos, and Shofaros in all the Tfilas. And he really is a little surprised that that's not our custom that we only say seven brachas. We only say seven brachas on a regular Shemonesa, and of course, the extra two we say on in Musaf. The Ramban, in Milchamos, there in Rosh Hashanah, explained that the din of Machias, Zechronos, and Shofaros is not to say the Psukim by themselves. The Gemara says, Imru Lefanei Malchios, Zechronos, etc., the shofar and the psukim go together. So, if we would have really said all the psukim, said Malchias, Zechronos, and Shofaros, and Mariv, and Shachris, then we would have really had to blow shofar in all of them. Since the custom is only to blow shofar in Musaf, why that is the custom is an interesting question. Why do we do it at Musaf and not at Shachris? But the historical discussion of this is found in all the Sifrei Mechkar about Rosh Hashanah. But nevertheless, our custom is to say this un Musaf, so, because we blow Shafar in Musaf. So in Musaf we say Malchia, Zichonos, and Shafaros together with the Psukim. Now let's discuss a little bit what the concept of Zichonos is. The Gemara in Rosh Hashanah that we quoted already said, Imru Lefane Malchios the purpose of Malchios is to give the crown to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, to coronate HaKadosh Baruch Hu, as it were. But the Gemara then also says, Say Zichronos in order that your memory should be brought before me. And how do you do this? With a shofar. When you say you, you do it with a shofar, 
The simple pshat would be to say, you read the psukim, you say all the psukim, and you accompany them with a shofar. However, the deeper interpretation would be, when you say malchios and zichronos, included in that is bameh shofar that the shofar itself is a form of tefillah. When you say malchis and zichronos, you say it in psukim, and you also say it through the shofar. And it's been pointed out already by many gedolim. I heard from Rav Salvechik the explanation that shofar is actually a form of tefillah. When you say the words in the tefillah, b'shofar afatenu, the literal translation, which seems very, very uh, strange, unusual, would be b'shofar afatenu, I will seduce HaKadosh Baruch Hu through the shofar. Seems to imply that the shofar itself is a vehicle to attain our requests from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. The Machlokas Negimara about the shape of the shofar, should it be kafuf or pashut? Should the shofar, the actual kli, the actual shofar itself, would is it preferable to have a straight shofar or one that's sort of crooked? And the Gemara says it really depends upon the question, what is the pro- correct approach to tefillah? Is the correct ap- approach to tefillah in a bent-over form or is it in a more straight, erect form. So, the even the tzura, even the shape of the shofar, implies a connection with tefillah itself. So the shofar, blowing the shofar together with the psukim, is the kiyum of tefillah. Imru lefanai zichronos, kedei sheyale zichronechim lefanai, uvameh b'shoifar. Now, the structure of zichronos is similar to the structure that we've learned in Malchios. There's an introduction, there are psukim in the middle, and they're followed by the request, by the bakasha, and by the bracha. The introduction to Zichronos is atah zocher ma'asei olam ufokeit ko kedem. The words pokeit ko kedem mean that Gadosh Baruch Hu takes into account all the creatures of the world, everything that was created. Atazuchem ma'asei olam means that Kadosh Baruch remembers ma'asei olam. What does ma'asei olam here mean? There could be more than one interpretation. Ma'asei olam could be that a Kadosh Baruch remembers everything that ever happened. Each individual person, each individual action, HaKadosh Baruch Hu has in mind. Or it could mean that you remember, you begin from the creation of the world. Ma'ase olam, in the singular form, not in the plural form, would imply one action that was done. Not individual actions of human beings, but rather kivayachal, the action of God that created the world. And then we go on to say, in the prayer, in the introduction, that every Akkadish Baruch knows everything. HaKadosh Baruch remembers everything 
in the world. But then we say the words this day is the beginning of the action. A memory of the first day. Now, what does that phrase mean? The Gemara in Rosh Hashanah points out that there is a machlokas when the world was actually created. So the Gemara there says, how do we say the phrase, Zayam Tchilas Masecha Zikaron Yom Rishon? So the Gemara answers, Keman Kerebelezer, the Amar Betishrein Nifraholam. He, this, our, our prayers at Tfilah goes in accordance with the opinion of Rebelezer, who says the world was created in Nisan. In the Tishrei. Actually, Tosfus discusses there are other sources that seem to be that we pass in the opposite. We pass in that the world was created in Nisan. The discussion of how the world and when the world was created seems to be a machlokas with no practical application except for the, the this phrase that we say in Davening and of course the issues that are raised by Tosfus there. Tosus in the end, quotes a Rabbeinu Tam, says that could be, in a sense, they're both true. HaKadosh Baruch Hu Kivayachal designed the plan to create the world, but he did not create it until six months later. So therefore, in a sense, in terms of potential, they are both the days of creation, one in potential and one in fact. In any case, we say, in davening, this seems to be the concept of the creation of the world. And then, when we finish the psukim, that, the introduction, we say that HaKadosh Baruch Hu will have everyone, everybody, Every Medina, every person, every place, every country will be brought to the day of judgment. Who is not thought of, who is not taken into account in this day. And then we begin after that with the Psukim of Tanakh. As we pointed out last week, the Psukim of Tanakh are not actually Psukim of Tanakh. They are taken from Psukim of Torah, Ketuvim and Nevi'im. And we explained the reason last week for the difference in order, not the Tanakh order, but rather the Tachan order, if you like, the Torah, Ketuvim and Nevi'im. The Psukim of Zichronos, obviously, the first Pasuk talks about Noach, talks about the Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, and the third pasuk of in Torah is the future of the world. The psukim of Ksuvim and Nevi'im then come, and at the end we say the tefillah of Zichronos. Zachreinu b'zikaron tov lefanecha. We ask Hakadosh Baruch Hu to remember us in a good sense. Ufakdeinu b'fkudat Yisrael v'rachamim. Remember us with the order of salvation, of mercy. 
And then we invoke the Avos. We remind HaKadosh Baruch Hu of the covenant that was made with Avram. We mention the Akeda, And then we ask HaKadosh Baruch Hu to remember us, to redeem us. And we end, of course, with the fact that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is a Zocher Habris. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is he who remembers this covenant. But we also, once again, add those words of Akedas Yitzchak. Although it was mentioned already, we, we, we repeat it and we say, HaKadosh Baruch Hu has no concept of forgetting. And you'll remember the Akedat Yitzchak for his children, for his descendants. There's an interesting halachic discussion how you say Lizaro. When you say Lizaro Shal Yitzchak, who is the Zerav Yitzchak? The Zerav Yitzchak is Yaakov and Esav. So are we davening in this particular line for Yaakov and Esav? There is a text that actually says, We add the phrase Shel Yaakov in order to knock out Esav, as it were, the children of Yaakov. Yaakov, of course, was the first of the Avos, that his children all followed his path, all followed his derech. And therefore, one text has Lazarosha Yaakov. Whether that need be done is an interesting question of the understanding of who Zarosha Yitzchak actually is. Bechol Mikre, we say the bracha at this point, Baruch Hashem Zocher Brit. Now, we begin the third part of Shofarot, and now the Gemara did not say Imru Lefanai Shofarot. The Gemara said, Imru Lefanai Ma'achiot, Imru Lefanai Zichonot, and then the Gemara says, Bameh Shofar. But somehow Shofaros are also said, right? Remember the Rashi in Emor said, on the Pasuk Zichron Shua, that you're supposed to say Zichronos, and Shua you're supposed to say Shofros. Now, we pointed out that Malchios is the act of giving HaKadosh Baruch Hu the crown, coronating HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Zichronos, we understand, it's to bring our memory, to remind HaKadosh Baruch Hu, to, as it were, to bring our, our cause before him, and he should be Zocher Abrit. What's Shofarot about? It seems that Shofarot should only accompany Malchiot and Zichronot. What are the Psukim about? So when we study Shofarot and we look at the introduction, the structure of Shofarot is the similar to the structure of Malchios and Zichronos. It begins with an introduction, and you have the Psukim, and then you have a Tefillah at the end. So what is the structure? What is, Malchios, we said, HaKadosh Baruch Hu's Melech HaOlam. Zichronos HaKadosh Baruch Hu Zochei HaKol. What Shofaros? So when we look at the Mivneh, the structure of the prayer of Shofaros, we soon we see right away that it's talking about it's referring to Matan Torah. It's referring to the time the Torah was given. When HaKadosh Baruch Hu appeared, 
And the whole world was frightened. And of course, that's referring to Matan Torah. Why is Matan Torah here? If we'll recall the words of Rabbi, Yudha, of Rabbi Yosef Albo that we mentioned a few weeks ago, it seems very, very obvious and apt to his understanding why shofars are really included here. Remember that Rabbi Yosef Albo, in his Sefer Oikarim, abridged all the principles of Judaism to three principles of faith. One, to believe in HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Two, that there is an accounting, Sachar Onesh, there is Hashgacha, and the third is that we believe in Torah Menashamayim that HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave the Torah. And Rabbi Yosef Abo explained that these three concepts are equated to the Malchias Zichonos and Shofaris. Malchias obviously means that you believe in HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Zichronos refers to Sachar Onesh, the fact that HaKadosh Baruch Hu has everyone into his Cheshbon, into his account. And the third principle of Judaism, Torah Menashamayim, is reflected by Shofaros. Shofaros means the Shofar of Har Sinai. And therefore we begin the structure of the prayer by referring to the, the giving of the Torah. And of course, when we say that HaKadosh Baruch Hu appeared to the world, in these somehow clouds of purity, the entire world was afraid. It wasn't just Am Yisrael that was afraid, but the entire creation. Uvriyot bereshit chardumi mecca means everything that was created. And of course, this reminds reminds us of the of the parak of Tehillim that we sing when we uh, take out the Torah on Shabbos, or when we return the Torah, the Friday night davening, when we talk about the whole world shaking, was nervous when HaKadosh Baruch Hu appeared. Bekolot uvrakim aleihem nigleita uvekol shofar aleihem ofata. HaKadosh Baruch Hu appeared with thunder and lightning and the sound of the shofar. So shofaros actually represent giving the Torah. And the psukim of shofaros have in them the psukim of the Torah, all referring to the shofar of Har Sinai. All of them. Vahi kol shofar, kol aburim et hakolot, vahi bayom hashishi biot haboker, all the psukim. But when we come to the psukim from Ksuvim, we have the first pasuk says HaKadosh Baruch Hu appears in the, sho- in the Bikol Shofar. That could refer to Matan Torah. But then it talks about another Pasuk of telling us to blow the Shofar before HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And the third Pasuk is referring to Rosh Hashanah, blowing Shofar. And then the Psukim from the Ksuvim refer to a different shofar completely. They refer to the shofar of the future. 
one pasuk, a very famous pasuk, includes in it the the nevuah of Yeshayahu, vayabayamahu, in the future of the world, on that day, uvau ha'ovdim be'eretz Ashur, those people from the land of Ashur, who are lost, v'anidachim be'eretz Mitzrayim, and those that are lost, abandoned, in the land of Mitzrayim, will come in the future to HaKodesh, to Yerushalayim. So this does not refer anymore to the sound of the shofar that was heard in HaSinai, but rather refers to the eschatological vision of the shofar in the future. When people from Ashur and Mitzrayim will come together. I would like to say a short idea that I heard from my father in the name of the Baal Shem Tov, and it's very interesting to see how in an essay that's printed in the name of Rav Salavechik, they say a very similar idea without the Hasidic type of drasha that I'm going to say. There are two types of galuyot. There are two types of, of Jews in diaspora that this Pasuk is relating to. One is Eretz Ashur, and one is Eretz Mitzrayim. Uvau ha'ovdim be'eretz Ashur, v'anidachim be'eretz Mitzrayim. Ashur, Aleph Shin Vav Reish, is from the, the Shoresh of Osher. Not Osher with an eye and not wealth, but Osher of a, a certain type of being satisfied, happy. Mitzrayim, on the other hand, Egypt comes from a Shoresh of Tzara, of Travai, of trouble. There are two different types of people in Galut. There are people in Galut in what we call Atzot HaMetsuka, the lands, the countries where the Jews are in a difficult situation, a difficult physical situation. That's the concept of Eretz Mitzrayim. There's another type of Jew who's in Galut as well, but in the Galut that we call today the lands that are comfortable, that have wealth, where the Jews feel good. They're satisfied. Yeshayahu said, On that day, the day that the great shofar will be sounded, the people of Ashur will come and they will realize that they are also Ovedim. The people who come from the lands of Arvacha think that they're living in a fine Jewish society, there's no problem for them, and the only time that the Shofar Gadol will be sounded when the people in Eretz Ashur also understand, not just people in Mitzrayim are Nidachim, but the people in Ashur are also Ovedim. And when that happens... When both the Ovdim Be'eretz Ashur and the Nidachim Be'eretz Mitzrayim come to Eretz Yisrael, then we realize the future of the world, the eschatological vision will come true. And then we see that the prayer at the end, as we said, the each one of the Malchias, Zichonas, and Shofaras have in it the three-pronged structure, the introduction, the psukim, and then the Bakasha. 
And here also, we have the Bakasha. In Malchios, the Bakasha was self-evident. HaKadosh Baruch Hu should rule over the world. In Zichronos, we understood the Bakasha. The Bakasha, namely, that our memories should be brought for, him for good. What is the Bracha of Shofaros? If we started with Matan Torah, we go from the first Shofar of the world, from the Shofar of Matan Torah, to the Shofar of the future. And therefore, the Bracha is obviously going to be in the future, we're asking for the for Kodesh Baruch Hu to blow this shofar gadol, this shofar that was referred to by Yeshayahu, we ask the Kodesh Baruch Hu to blow it, and then bring us all to Israel, and we'll be able to observe the Torah in its entirety. The end of the bracha, the end of the bakasha, is kiyata shomea kol shofar umazin teruwa ve'en domelach. HaKadosh Baruch Hu hears the shofar and he listens to the trua. Now there is a distinction between the sound of the shofar and the sound of the trua. The sound of the shofar is probably a tekiah. Mazin trua is the broken sound that we call today either a shvarim or a trua. The Torah only said, Yom trua yelachem. And we have a question whether the trua is really a shvarim or a trua. What is the conceptual difference between the shofar and the trua? We said that shofaros, the idea of the shofar in general, when we say machias and zechronos, the shofar itself is a type of a tefillah. But what type of a tefillah could it be? We have different sounds of the shofar. We have the simple sh- sound, the plain sound of the trua. We have the somewhat staccato, broken sound of the shvarim. And then we have that weeping sound of the trua. They reflect three different types of prayers. The shofar, the, the tekiah, is the straight, unbroken sound, a very simple kol pashut. And this is the way that a Jew normally would face HaKadosh Baruch Hu day in and day out. But then, there are types of crises. There's a crisis when he begins to cry. Everyone agrees that the sound of the trua is a crying sound. But even in crying, there can be different sounds of crying. There's the phrase, he's crying like a baby. But that could be a type of a wailing sound, like a trua, like what we call a trua. could be more of a staccato sound, like a person who would grunt. And that is the shvarim. Sometimes a Jew davens in a manner of a pashut. Sometimes he da- Davin's the matter of a shofar, of a shvarim, and sometimes he would daven in a manner of a trua, a constant type of wailing. 
And we say that a Kaddish Baruch Hu can hear them all. He understands the shofar. He hears the sound of our shofar. Ki shofar. You hear that filah, umazin chua. You also can understand the sound of our chua. And of course, we end with the bracha, Baruch Hashem, Shomea Kol Teruat Amo Yisrael Barachamim. You hear the sound of the trua. It's interesting how we end with the trua, Barachamim, with great mercy. So, this also seems to prove that the sound of the shofar is the sound of tefillah. HaKadosh Baruch Hu hears the shofar Barachamim with mercy. What's the mercy involved? If you understand that the sound of the shofar is actually the sound of tefillah, then we can understand that Kaddish Baruch Hu hears the sound of the shofar birachamim with great mercy. So, as we said, Malchias, Zechonos, and Shofaros are the three special tefillot that we add in Rosh Hashanah. Our custom is only to say it at Musaf, even though the bracha of Malchios is said at the very beginning of every tefillah, but Zichronos and Shof- the Psukim of Malchios and Zichronos and Shofaros are only said by Musaf together with Shofar. They reflect the three different ideas of Rabbi Yosef Albo, of appointing, acknowledging the fact that Kodesh Baruch Hu is Melech Olam, that Kodesh Baruch Hu does have divine providence, Hashgacha, there is Sachava Onesh, that's Zichanos, and Shofaros is the sound of the Shofar from the beginning of the of time when HaKadosh Baruch Hu blew the Shofar to give us the Torah until the future of the world when HaKadosh Baruch Hu will blow that Shofar again, when the Shofar Gadol will be blown and will all come together in Eretz Yisrael.